Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. On this episode, we get fan reactions to the Purple Rain Deluxe set, talk about the LA Revolution show, and the Warner Brothers Purple Rain event starring Spike Lee and the Revolution, along with other news. And now, he can tell you stories to get you excited, <laughs> Dr. Funkenberry. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Dr. Funk Podcast. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to us on iTunes and Pirate Bay. Thank you so much, you guys, for donating when you can, telling people about us. We really appreciate it. What's going on, Chris? Man, another another great week. A great week because you've been listening to the Purple Rain set that came out. You were able to get more underneath your belt with it. Haven't listened to anything else, man. Yeah, so gonna, it's been fun. We're going to discuss that and a lot of uh, drama that somehow involves me a little bit and a few uh, other things just to cover, plus uh, the Revolution concert that was here in That's Los right. Angeles. It was a great weekend. And a Purple Rain um, deluxe party thrown by Warner Brothers and the powers that be. We were inside it and going to give you a firsthand look at things that were going on. So... Last episode we did was, you know, a track-by-track track analysis of Disc 2 of the Purple Rain Deluxe. So you, now you had more time to suck in Purple Rain Disc 1, the remaster that Prince did yep. with Engineer by Joshua Welton. Yes. And then Disc 2 with the unreleased material, still get more of that in. Then Disc 3 where you do have Erotic City and 17 Days, the long version of Another Lonely Christmas. So there's some other things on it. Now, as we talked about before, we want to support the estate. We want to do all these things. And we talked about it. That we're basically going to have to buy Purple Rain three times over the next seven to ten years from Warners. And they're not going to get it right the first time. Do you think uh, that's on purpose? I'm not sure because with the Universal deal... You know, Universal is going forward wanting to rescind the deal, uh, the $31 million deal that they did for the catalog that included 95 through 2010 uh, and forward. And they were supposed to be getting older vault material back. But Warner Brothers was like the deal we signed with them in 2014 some of these albums that doesn't start expiring till 2021. They thought expired in 2018. They don't want to wait another three years. And as we're seeing with the Purple Rain set, they're kind of taking liberty with what was a Purple Rain outtake and other things. So it kind of blocks Universal from stuff that may or may not have been an outtake for a different album. So I'm not sure if it's done on purpose, but I also feel about that, that they can't go balls out because then it looks like they really are like stepping on Universal's throat. They have to hand it non nonchalantly handle it. But I was expecting a little bit more promotion than what Prince Forever got. 
and that exactly wasn't the case. I mean, you had Amoeba music here. They had big posters up in the front of the store. That was it. You were there yep. for a giveaway uh, and a listening party that they had there, and they just kind of were sent a disc from Warner's and printed out posters that were double-sided. Yeah, double-sided. So you could tell that they just produced them themselves, and they were pretty... They're very strict that only, you know, one per person. But yeah, double-sided posters. Not too many people I know really love double-sided posters unless you get... Right? Right. (laughs) So yeah, that was the only bummer. How was the Amoeba thing? It was actually handled really well. And I was was actually pleasantly surprised. I guess I really didn't... uh, I didn't expect much because, you know, talk about dumb luck. We had the revolution playing two hours after their listening party. So I was expecting nobody to be there. Um, We had seats. So it's like, well, why, why not make a try for it and see just to see what's going on. Right. See if there's any promotional giveaways and things like that. And it turned out it was actually pretty cool. I'd say maybe there was about maybe 50 people there. They were all hanging out. They did raffles, which I thought was really cool. And it was uh, several prizes that they gave away copies of the, of the uh, the CDs, the mm-hmm. picture discs, the cool. T-shirts, but pretty much normal stuff, gift cards to Amoeba. So that was pretty cool. And um, one of my friends, Denise, that was with us, actually won one. So congratulations. She drove all the way from Fresno. She won one of the raffles, so she was very excited. That was very cool. Was her husband with her? Yeah, Eddie. And he was there. Did he dress like Prince from the Man, Mountains video again? I wish he would have. He would have been a star. So Eddie, Denise's husband, he is, I've never seen someone that was pretty much the same size as Prince. He is the same size as Prince. And when we had a, we went to a party up in the Bay, right? We were there yeah. and he won the, 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 the the contest the dressing contest or right. dress up contest because he freaking looked like Prince from the Kiss video it was amazing Kiss mountains, and mountains yeah because he had the hat too yeah man I wanted him to wear that anyway <laughs> I digress but uh, it was great to see a bunch of people there and a lot of a lot of old friends I hadn't seen in a long time but they did a really good job they as soon as we walked in they were playing the Purple Rain right. obviously and uh, they had some cookies and some some refreshments and stuff or I don't think they were refreshments just cookies. Probably don't want liquids at a uh, record store. But they had um, some stand-ups, like the Purple Rain stand-ups, the old cardboard stand-ups that you could take your pictures with. It's pretty cool. I didn't see anyone taking it under their arm on the way out, but everyone was respectful. And it was pretty cool. It was neat to see uh, all the people there. So you did good. Who knows how many more people there would have been if it wasn't the same night as the revolution. I I bet you it would have been huge. So we were able to barely make it in time for the show. Um yeah, we'll get into the show too, but yeah, the Amoeba, great job. And the outside, the window display was huge. Right, three, three panels, different posters, three yep. different panels. You know, and it's the kind that are, you know, it's, it was like fifteen feet tall. So it was yeah, cool. I had to stand in the street uh, on Sunset Boulevard to to get the picture. Uh, now we're recording this the night before, I believe, that the Billboard charts are going to come out. But it's projected that it's going to sell 40,000 copies, so it'll debut around the top five. Very little promotion. You have to understand that a lot of people that may have purchased the album last year after 4-21-16 maybe did not know this was coming out, just the hardcore. Yeah. You know, could have been a little bit more promotion. I know you had Fallon 
playing uh, the songs for a little bit of Prince that night. Yeah, that was cool to see him promoting it. Yeah, but he's no longer their number one talk show. I love you, Questlove. Um, it's just not getting the attention it deserved. It just to get that one segment, it wasn't a big deal made about it. They didn't make it like an entire week thing. It was just that oh, yeah. one episode and that one real segment where they played it. So cool, so cool. When doves cry, oh my God, Questlove. You heard this? Oh, Prince remastered this. Oh my God. Oh, you do impressions. That was pretty good, actually. So, so cool. good. It's so good. It's me doing Justin Timberlake, Timberlake doing, doing Jimmy Fallon. So that's very nice. good. Very so good. So cool. So cool. I wish I could do Prince impersonations because then it would make this like Scotty. When Scotty. We no, on. he's the only one that should do Prince impersonations Amazing. ever for the rest of the world. Amazing. The, yeah. Now. So it looks like top five. Okay. We'll see how it goes. But again, can Universal go all out with excuse me, can Warner Brothers go all out with what's going on with Universal? Or is this just how they're going to be handling the catalog, which worries me? So we'll see. Now, um, I had, we're going to just kind of go in order of this stuff. Someone was bringing, they listened to the podcast, and they talk, we talked about Velvet Kitty Cat, how I felt it really Meow. didn't fit in. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they tagged myself and tagged Apollonia. I liked it. So then Apollonia saw it and she goes, he wouldn't approve of this track list. He wanted to live and all this stuff. 100%, I believe he wanted to live. He did say a couple times that the vault will eventually get released, but he won't be here to see it. And he knew what was in the vault. Uh, when Kurt Loder talked to him about it in 1999, he said the really erotic prince is in there. The really erotic. So there was like we not can the funk. one, not the one that we've heard. Yeah, that's right. true. We can funk, which is <clears throat> well, it's F U K on the Purple Rain set deluxe edition disc two. That's a really erotic song. Yeah, it is. And. uh and then he said, what, the psychedelic version of the time, other revolution records. He knows what's in the vault. Yeah. And, yeah, around 1998, 99, he started phasing out cursing, became a Jehovah Witness in 2003. This stuff predates all that. Right. I don't think it uh, endorses his religion or anything like that at all. It doesn't change anything. But I always said I wanted this stuff kept as is for artistic purposes. Right, because they were recorded in that time period of which he was erotic or psychedelic or right. funky or rock. Yeah, you want it to, to represent that time and in, in space, right. not get vanilla down because he changes beliefs over time. Right. Which is probably why he said they'll be released, but not while I'm here because right. he doesn't want to associate himself with those old personas. And that's fine. And it's right. fine. It's cool that he actually respected those time periods. And right? I've always said when they release a video collection, I want everything. Yeah. You want the unedited versions. I right? want everything. Yeah. And it should not reflect him being a Jehovah witness right. because that's how he was after a certain date, not right. before. For artistic purposes, integrity, I want it kept. Yep. So you have that with Apollonia going on. 
Then other thing happened on the morning of the official release is uh, Jill Jones, who has sung on several Prince tracks officially released, more so the most famous ones of 1999. She's in the automatic video. She was a huge part during that time period. And she was on some Revolution tracks, some Purple Rain tracks. Were th- was she uncredited mostly when she sang? No. It's credited, it's credited in 1999. Yeah. She's in there. You know, she's also an inspiration for She's Always in My Hair. And we can validate that. And we're going to go into validation with Jill Jones in a minute as well. Mm. And the, Jill is welcome on the show anytime to clarify things to anything. You hear that, Jill? So, but we'll get we'll get into that more so. So Friday comes, Jill gets to set. There's our destiny. There's songs that she remembers singing on, and she's not credited. So is that Jill singing our destiny, or is that Lisa? It's Lisa, but she's also in the mix. She's Jill's in there in too. The yeah, mix. it makes sense. Yeah, she was. I believe she performed at that birthday show where that supposedly came from. Although okay. they splice the audio together with roadhouse garden interesting enough jill gets pissed she posts uh demos and it's a better demo than what's on the package <laughs> of our destiny right right yeah. and yeah. you can what was it people said that yeah, they can actually saying, hear the words yeah they can hear the words clear yeah okay so she that's her way of proving i'm on this track right. why aren't i credited who's got an axe to grind we know that Jill has been very outspoken for a very long time. Jill, as some people would say, doesn't stay in her lane. That's okay. You know, I just feel there's certain people that she doesn't get along with and they didn't credit her for spite. You got to be bigger than that, especially with him not here anymore. You know, and interesting enough, back to Apollonia. She's not credited on Take Me With You. What? Exactly. It says Prince and the Revolution. It doesn't say Apollonia. What a head scratcher. Uh, are they trying to make sure that she's not going to get compensation either? Is that what it is? Weird, yeah. Who's got the axe to grind here? Hmm. Now, another thing that happened is Jill listened to the show, shared what we said about Wonderful Ass. Because Susanna on that and them say that the song was written about her, written about Prince. Now, what Jill is saying, and we have no reason to doubt her at all because she was there. I wasn't. I was still <laughs> in diapers or whatnot at the time. Now, um, that the song was written about Vanity and was given to Vanity on the 1999 tour. Mm. So there you go. Now I remember Prince from the January 21st, 2016 Paisley Park show Mm -hmm. where he kind of said when he was talking about writing songs, it was between 81 and 84 because the first show he was going through a time period of stuff. And he said, girls, if any guy tells you that, he wrote a song just for you or he he didn't write a song just to get girls. He's lying. So he said it. Right. And here's a thing that Apollonia can verify with Manuela about songs that 
were written for one person and given to another. Manuela has major beef with this. Uh, another boy that was given to Bria Valente was actually titled Another Girl, and Prince recorded it, made a video of it, and gave it to Manuela as a wedding anniversary present. And then it ended up on a protege CD. Oh, my gosh. And not only that, he did Elixir, mm -hmm. a solo by himself, not with Bria. And that was another wedding gift. Oh, damn. So, <laughs> look, we can say all we want. Prince is the greatest musician that ever lived. He's all these things. And we could talk about it at times. He could be a little bit of a jerk to a little bit insensitive. That's the whole thing of like, oh, I wrote this for you, and it really wasn't. So that's why we're bringing in the whole wonderful ass thing and all this stuff. Apple can confirm that with Manuela. Manuela isn't going to do this show. I'm not going to text her about it. But me and her have had this conversation before. <laughs> um, Sorry. Just thinking about the conversation revolving wonderful ass with <laughs> just funny that you would... <laughs> Sorry, my brain just goes in a funny place when I'm thinking, you know that song, Wonderful Ass? <laughs> that song ass sure as heck isn't about me. Ain't about I got us. white man booty, <laughs> so it, it ain't happening. But Jill, yeah. you're more than welcome on the show to set things straight, yeah. to see what you need to say. I mean, we will be kind of like an Anderson Cooper thing, but hey, you want to come on and, and talk, about, especially about stuff that you know and were there to experience. 100% I'd love to have you on. Hell yeah. You know. Hey, so. before we get, because I know we're going to talk about the weekend and stuff more, uh, let's, can we get a little bit more of, I want to know what your thoughts are now that you had a little bit more time with the with the disc set. Well, how are you thinking about it? It's louder. And I, <laughs> I told you about disc too that, you know, I have Dance Electric on 19, then a second track on 16. Right. And it, is, it isn't me like say... Oh yeah, this is my jam and turning it up. Yeah. It's just about me wanting to listen to it at a certain level. Right. So So that you the mixing is a little different. Yeah. Um the one thing I we'll talk because we finally like I listened to the the LP. I'll, I'll my first confession, I haven't even taken disc one out of the C D set yet. Wow. <laughs> I haven't. Um You're fired. Yeah, I know. I I've been I've been listening host. to disc two, let's say since last week. I'd say 98% of the time has been disc two right? with 1% disc three. And then the other 1% is listening to the, the, not the picture disc, but the, the remastered vinyl yeah. version. Um, the, the remastered disc vinyl is going to have the good sound on it, but right. the remastered, the remastered version sounded phenomenal and I'm not an audiophile and I want to make that clear to everybody. Right. I'm all I did was on my cheap ass record player. I put it on, uh -huh. I cranked it up while I was cleaning before the show on Friday mm -hmm. and I heard sounds that I hadn't heard before, Right. which that right there was just like, Oh, that must, it must be better sounding now for the audiophiles. Do you have the 1080 gram version of Purple Rain? I don't. Yeah. Do they? Now, question. To you. Qu no, I didn't get that. But yeah, okay. question. Uh, the the vinyl felt thicker than a regular album. Uh, Noticeably thicker. Is that? Right. Is it 180 gram? No. Is that what it is? No. Okay. That's what I'm saying is, is that that version will sound better. 
than the this one, than the remaster? Yeah. You have to give it a listen to. That's what the auto files are complaining about. It seems to me um, is that the women don't necessarily have a problem with the sound. They don't care. They're just loving it. They're dealing with it. The guys that are listening on the headphones, their auto files, well, they're it, upset. Yeah, it's the it's the hashtag Prince nerds <laughs> that wow. we're you know there's some of us that are that love the sound to get into those sounds like right. like one of the uh, there's a few technical issues with the set right besides it just being louder. I saw some talk on Twitter about you know actual screenshots of the sound waves. If people are into sound, you can actually see the dynamic um, changing of a sound wave of a song. Right. And this one seems like it's just blown out, right. which you don't get that that individualistic, really distinct sounds. It just gets louder, like you were saying, which I'm, isn't necessarily good. Yeah, and I know mm -hmm. the Bernie G, the person that originally mastered Purple Rain in '84. He did a remaster for Rhino in 2011 when they were wanting to do a Purple Rain remaster and have other stuff on it. Prince wouldn't approve of it. But I'm hearing that quality is where it's at. That's an actual technical remaster more so than done with Pro Tools. Kind of like this Purple Rain remaster sounds like hit and run phase one. That's another thing that uh, Joshua Welton engineered as well with yeah. Prince. So we have to go on that. As I said, I want to support the estate. I want them to get my mm -hmm. money. I felt that they weren't going to get this right on the first try on purpose. But I just want more respect. Like, look. Hey, I love that second disc, though. I think they did a great job for what it is. The packaging, amazing. Yep. The booklet, booklet amazing. Excellent. You know, albeit the booklet being where the DVD is. If you take the booklet out, the DVD falls right out. Eh, don't like yeah, that. Yeah. But packaging is great. You know, let's just work on the sound. But I'm going to support it. I want everyone to buy it. But mm -hmm. I want them to know that this could have been one of those sets that are compared to others and up there. And Purple Rain deserves that respect yeah, I and agree. that attention. And I'll get it, but just not now. Yeah, yeah. and that's why you're saying we might have to buy this set a few times before oh, they get yeah. it right. 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 I think they, they might've tried to rush this a little bit. I mean, not really rushing it, but at least they, they put out, I thought they put out a really good right. product. It was the album of the week last week for billboard. Right. Which is cool. You know, well, you're talking about one of the greatest albums <laughs> in the true. past hundred yeah. years. It should have been. So it's going to be album of the week. It should be album yeah. of the year. Yeah. Plain simple. Um, one of the other things I wanted to touch on disc three, although I only, I only went through it once. Um, really dig the extended UK version of Another Lonely Christmas mm -hmm. that a lot of people haven't heard. If you've got the 12 single, yep. it's not there. You get that extra verse. That's, that's the kind of stuff that gives you chills. Mm -hmm. you know. And so I love that song, and that version is just awesome. So I'm glad it's on there. Unfortunately, with but, Erotic City, there's yeah. a little bit of a dropout at the yeah. beginning. In the very beginning, you hear like a little bit of a weird feedback. In the very beginning of the yeah. brown, the first note, yeah. it's not your stereo, it's not your headphones, it's in the actual yeah. mix. And it's funny, somebody already posted a fixed version of it with just they took the the that first note from the seven inch and pasted it on, so it's clean. Right. I mean, that's how there are people like that's Prince fans are like that. We're, I'm we're cool perfectionists. With that. Yeah, Send it to me. You got um, it. <laughs> now the revolution show on Friday, the day that Purple Rain comes out. So cool. How it all worked out. Yeah. Fun timing. 
And I, to me, they were better than where they were, what they were on 421 2017 at Paisley, where it was very emotional. People weren't into it as much as they were. And it was a tough crowd. It was for more solemn, right? That was just a rough day. Right. For everybody. So I, I could see how it'd be more solemn. And LA crowds are usually quiet industry stuff. It wasn't that with this show at it all. It did not it feel funny. like that an LA show, did it? I mean, not that they're quiet, but people, yeah. it was fun. They were losing their minds. Everyone was on. Uh, although when Brown Mark called 25 times and Bobby <laughs> only got five. That was awesome. It broke down. It was down. a little weird. It was like, great. No, it was funny. How it just <laughs> put them, boom, 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 boom. That was yeah. funny. Um, it was interesting. Great show. So I saw them back in September at First Avenue. Mm. And obviously that was one of their first shows back together. Uh, and they hadn't started touring yet, right? This was just kind of, it was three shows and I saw two of them and they're obviously much, much tighter now, as you'd expect over time in the rehearsals and the shows they've done. Um, yeah, they did a great job this time. Um, and I love probably the best part and the most noticeable difference from September was Wendy really gave the crowd respect before she started singing sometimes it snows in april by by setting it up and talking about it and really emotionally bringing the house to the the right tone and actually like warned us said okay we're gonna sit and and we're gonna sing this song now and so in september it felt like a kick to the nuts to be honest and it was so jarring and it took everyone by so surprise i mean the whole building was just in tears this i'm not going to say it wasn't emotional because it was but at least she did the right thing and she she really gave us uh, a heads up and really eased us into it and and yeah. encouraged us to help her so it was really really that was such a great moment i thought they did a great job yeah and i love that they brought out special guest princess to do when you were mine. Yes, that was awesome. It wasn't darling Nikki. That would have been even better, but, but I love I love the song when you were mine. And they did a great job. Yes. <laughs> I got they? a thing for Princess. I think they're amazing and basically we got to see the first ever Princess and the Revolution. Oh, <laughs> I love it. They should go on tour together. There you go. There you go. If there anyone gets princess coming to their town i promise you promise you you will not be disappointed do not miss they're them. amazing they amazing. are uber fans that know every note to every song and they perform it so well and they do all the extra stuff that you would want to do that you do in your in your living room when you're all alone they do that on stage so i just i want <laughs> maya to break character sometimes when she's doing the show and be like Prince, y'all. Like how yeah. when she was Beyonce, Beyonce. on Live. Prince yeah. wants you to sit over in that chair. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I, great show. funky. Um, let me tell you, merchandise sold out fast. My girl went in the middle of the show because the line was so long in the beginning. They didn't have any sizes. They had, they had the big boy size and they had the little kid sizes. That's about it. Wow. So it was a bummer. But um, Bobby... Scotty, someone want to help us out with that? <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Well, let me <laughs> tell you. It's, yeah. 
Yeah, you're gonna have to get there early in San Francisco when they get up there in a right. few weeks. And then I had a good time. There was a bunch of uh, fans there. I thought it was cool. I saw some people, two girls that were wearing celebration shirts they could only get at the celebration. I go, nice shirt. And then Unison, I wasn't expecting. They go, nice podcast. I'm like, thanks. Wow, I kind of cool. had to lean reaction because I wasn't expecting. <laughs> gotcha. like, oh, they listen? Okay, that's cool. One of the things that was interesting that about the show, I didn't see a lot of stars, but um, oh. you want to talk about it? You say it. All right. After what happened on Friday, I wasn't expecting it the same day where she made the comment. Go yeah. right ahead. Um, one row behind me and about 10 feet to the right, there's Apollonia. It's like, holy crap. Just, just sitting there. I mean, she was two rows behind you she was literally right behind you right yeah um that was yeah. unexpected and i really didn't believe until you know my friend said yeah there's apollonia i'm like get out of no she's not gonna be right oh there she is yeah especially i expected her on stage in september she was on stage yeah throwing throwing hoop earrings into the crowd i don't know what happened but as we saw earlier in the day on twitter she didn't think that he would approve of this track list yeah for the discs yeah then there it was the revolution the is credited on take me with you not her yeah she still went maybe she didn't want to go on stage maybe yeah maybe she just her, wanted so. it to be about them and didn't want to you know take any of the limelight but um it was really cool to see her in the crowd it was really neat and then did you uh, see any other celebrities not really I didn't see a lot because no. you know they're saying la is an industry you know, usually uh, there's a lot of industry and a lot yeah, of people, there was people a lot of stars that and stuff from uh, guitar companies and other stuff. You know, I did see celebrities the next night and uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. So, you know, I heard something maybe may, maybe going on this weekend. Find out kind of late, get the invite that there is basically a party where they're showing the. Oh, you're talking Saturday. You said Saturday Friday night. night. Saturday, yeah. No, that this weekend, everything going on. Uh, well, from last weekend, that weekend. Prince Revolution, Syracuse, the show that's on the DVD, they're going to be showing at this club. Not really sure who's putting it on. First, I'm told the PRN family. Then I'm told Warner Brothers. We go. <clears throat> they have it on the big screen. We walk in. They're handing out popcorn, open bar. Let's go crazy shots, other stuff. <laughs> um, and I immediately see uh, Mathieu Beton, who's basically Lenny's guy. Yeah, you mentioned him. he worked mm -hmm. on the Purple Rain set, so I saw him. And then um, Prince's former assistant, Ruth, was there. Um, that was my first time seeing her in a while. She wasn't at the memorial service in L.A. last year. Um, so we talked for a minute and then next to her was Stephen Hill, uh, the former, uh, basically executive VP of BET entertainment and was the one who put together the, uh, BET tribute last year to Prince right. with Sheila and all them. So he was rocking out. We kind of chilled. They had a little photo booth for us to take photos that had like a little bit of the flowers and the purple rain set. And then um, we were told at the end of the video that there is going to be a special presentation. Okay. Now, 
outcome Spike Lee. Oh, wow. And he's wearing uh, Prince, Bobby Z, Wendy and Lisa, and Brown Mark uh, t-shirt. Oh, cool. You know, and a little jacket. <clears throat> and then he's just like, wow, that's amazing. Now, another thing we're going to touch base really quick with, the DVD quality isn't all that great either. But we you know, have it on there, and your right. girlfriend was impressed by it, right? Yeah, well, so. that was one of the coolest things. So my Saturday night was just like yours. Open bar, the movie. But in your <laughs> we house. Did, we didn't have, uh, we, yeah, but it was in my house, and uh, we didn't have popcorn. But she was actually, she, she was, that was the first time she saw it. Mm-hmm. She didn't have the VHS back in the day. Right. And I was telling her, this was my first bootleg, because back in the day, you, you you put it on cassette, you know, you record the video onto uh, your cassette, and that's what I listened to that, and I knew it better by ear than by sight. Right. I honestly, there were parts that I couldn't remember on the site, but the sound, I knew every note. She she loved it. And I like the fact that the only thing I'll say about the video quality, at least it reminded you of a VHS cassette. Wow. <laughs> that's, if that's not a ringing endorsement... <laughs> Talk about keeping it in the in the time period, right? Right. Technologically, it definitely was an early '80s release because we're you get audience recordings now that are high def. We're so spoiled. This is not. Now, back when we were at Paisley uh, for the celebration this year, they played this the Easter show. Okay. And it's kind of like the exact same angles, exact same. Oh, really? Footage, the mishaps with the video camera moving around. So was this like a closed caption or was this his recording? Did no, he... it was it was a video at Paisley. And then for this event on Saturday, it was the video on a big screen, just like at Paisley. Yeah. But it looked like the exact same video, the Easter Sunday show, except for him saying a happy Easter. Hmm. Now you come back to Saturday and Spike Lee comes out talking about that he loves it, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, we have a surprise for you. And then he go, he walks out and walks him in and it's the revolution. And he's like, ladies oh, and gentlemen, wow. revolution. Very Everyone cool. but Lisa. Because Lisa was already on a pre-planned vacation. They have a little bit of break from the tour. Right. So you had everyone else there but Lisa. And then they all spoke about what Purple Rain meant to them and how important it was being a part of it in the tour and Brown Mark talked about how he played for Prince for 15 minutes and he said, you have the job and he didn't even know it was a rehearsal or a tryout or whatever. <laughs> All That's right, awesome. Cool. And then uh, Spike goes, we have a surprise for you. I don't understand why you guys have never got it yet. But, and then people walk out. Uh, the plaques of Purple Rain selling 13 million copies for each member of the revolution with their name on it. Then Spike goes wow. all hold Lisa's. Wow. So they never yeah. got their platinum records or do you think nah. well, Prince got it? Prince they, got his yeah. mailed to where it was in Minnesota. And they're like, Oh, we'll pick it up in LA one day. So it must've been from Warner brothers then, right? Yeah. They it was Warner brothers it. party. I That's saw cool. okay. Warner's people there. Yeah. Um, so besides Spike Lee, uh, did you see any other celebrities there that you uh, can talk Stephen about? Stephen Hill yeah. and uh, people you Spike. mentioned. That That's was cool. really it. And How then, neat, though. That was really cool Warner Brothers to do that. I just wish they would have done more. 
what was cool is when we were supposed to leave, we were getting gift bags. And gift bag was supposed to have, like, uh, the Purple Rain shirt from Hot Topic, a two-CD version of the the remaster, mm-hmm. and then this beautiful oversized oh program. It's basically the 32-plus page booklet that's in the deluxe edition. Yeah. It's just yeah. thick. You have everything that's in it. You have bigger photos. All right, y'all. You have everything that Wendy and Lisa and Bobby and all them say in the booklet, but it's oversized program size. It's I'm, pretty okay, awesome. Okay, I'm holding it, everybody. And, um, yeah, this is pretty dope. You're it's, talking about the program, right? Yeah, I'm, okay. hold, yeah, I'm holding the program right. right now. Sorry, I'm just kind of I'm, – I'm trying to get a piece of paper here just to get a size. Okay, so it is – it's not 11 and a half by 7, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. It's – it's an extra half inch wide and half inch longer than that. So it's weird. So it's, it's nine by 11 and a half. So it's a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but man, it's gorgeous. The yeah. front is the, is the album cover. Mm. No, not the album cover. It's the, it's wow. the poster. It's basically the poster of him on the bike with Apple in the back. What I love is that purple rain Prince of the revolution is uh, it's embossed with, uh, and you can see it's a, it's like a sparkly yeah. purple. It's not just printed on there, but man, this thing is gorgeous. All those pictures in your and booklet, you know, that are little tiny, yeah. they are big, y'all. And mad love to my girl, because if it wasn't for her, we wouldn't have gotten any gift bags. Our gift bags didn't have the shirts in it. You can actually but... read all of the the interviews with the Revolution for each yeah. of the songs. Man, so... yeah, this thing is beautiful. I appreciate her being able to get that for us. So So I wasn't able to get extra. I was just able to get one for her and one for me because of her. So I great promotional item. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. I'm jealous, but you know, it was, um, it was a memorable weekend and all these things going on. And then what we're going to be having um, for the 101st birthday of John L. Nelson. um, Prince's dad? Yeah. They're releasing a single um, this week that was apparently produced at Paisley. Sharon Nelson, one of Prince's sisters and one of John's daughters, is releasing it on her own label. Is that going to be for, you think it'll be for sale or just they're just going to release it in honor of him? All that all that they're really saying is that people want more information on it. That uh, it's coming out. Not it'd be cool if it was going to be put up by. Sure. Yeah, it'd be neat if it was put up by the estate. Not that it's going to make a ton of money, but right. you know the completionists, well, us Prince fans, will. It's kind of like Tycho's single. I'm sure how that was. They'll handle that. Okay. So, you know, but um, that's what's going on, and we'll find out chart positions and other things. We're about to be entering the Fourth of July holiday. That weekend, um, I don't know if we decided on Sunday or Monday yet. Me and Chris will decide off air. We're going to be putting up part one of the Andre Simone interview. Yeah. And then we're going to have part two. And then there's going to be a special bonus thing that we're going to figure out how to get to y'all. Yeah. But we're really, really looking forward to that. It's just we needed to address this because there are so many questions on Twitter. People are wanting my input. So... It would have been, if we did the Andre interview, then it would have been like, oh, but we wanted more Purple Rain coverage. And then if we would have done, now we're doing the Purple Rain coverage, people would be like, where's the Andre interview? 
is coming. It's coming. We have it. We're working on Can't it. Can't wait for it. That's right. So I want you guys to hear it. But again, thank you guys so much for supporting us, for letting you know letting us know your thoughts on Twitter, Facebook for donations, any input that you guys have. It's always appreciated. We do I do read the messages on Facebook. Sometimes the questions that you guys ask or the things that you're commenting on, I can't really comment back on, <laughs> but I do read it. Hey, and share it. Share it on your on your feeds or you know yeah. on Twitter. Send it to friends. Spread the word. Especially let's, let's grow our audience. Let's get more it, people listening. Thank you. Because when it comes to podcasts, since Facebook doesn't have a deal with iTunes and they it recognizes the links, it doesn't allow as many people to see it. That's it, it, another reason why it, I'm incorporating Facebook Live into things is that you know it reaches more people because right. it's Facebook's thing right They'll you know so it. they they know the event but yeah they're real jerks when it comes to the podcast links there's nothing i can do you know i could be saying here it is the best hundred unreleased jams of prince all of them for you to listen to and it wouldn't <laughs> hit your guys's feed because of the itunes link so thanks a lot. so share it tell a friend yes tell your mom <laughs> tell your sister too <laughs> miss you much Thank you guys so much. Andre Simone episode is coming up next. Much love. Till next time. Keep it fun.